Hello, beautiful, and welcome to Finding Fertility. I'm your host, Monica Cox from FindingFertility.co, and I created this podcast to help get you to start thinking outside of the box and realize that your infertility might have nothing to do with your lady bits. Rooted in functional medicine and personal experience, Finding Fertility is all about looking at the whole body and finding the root cause of your infertility. Finding Fertility does not diagnose, prescribe, or treat any issues of infertility but what we do is take a holistic approach and improve your diet and your lifestyle to get you steps closer to creating your dream family just by being here with me listening to this podcast you're already going down the right path to making your dreams come true let's do this together Hello, beautiful. Welcome back to another live here on all my platforms, all my favorite places to hang out and connect with you guys. Today, we've got some Q&As and please, if you have any, type them away and I promise you I will get to them after I do my little rant, get on my soapbox. You guys all know I love being on my soapbox. Um, So today I want to talk about the top two things that you need to have in your life to really stick and commit to finding and then doing that diet day after day after day. Because I think it's really easy to be like, all right, I'm going to go change my diet and it's going to be easy. And I'm like two weeks into it, you're like, I suck, I failed, I don't want to do it again, it's not working. So I wanted to really dive deep into some of the emotional things. In the fertility food program, there's a whole section about the number one thing missing from your diet, and that is your mindset. And so this is really important to get into your mind these things so you can achieve your ultimate goal, which is getting pregnant. You're going to have to really watch other things and hold yourself accountable before that ultimate goal is achieved. In my experience, it always seems that your fertility is the last thing to connect. But the first thing I think that most people need, I know I needed it, was accountability. You need accountability to yourself and you need accountability from an outside source. So the outside source is going to have a lot more power over you because we usually don't really want to do things for ourselves. We always do things for other people or or situations, but when it comes to ourselves, we tend to kind of put ourselves in the back seat. So accountability is a huge, huge thing. I say this in the fertility food program. Most of you get in at a very discounted rate, and that's the way I want it. I want it accessible for everyone. I don't think functional medicine should be a class thing. I don't think only people with money should be able to access it. But in saying that, a lot of the reasons the price is so high is that it kind of weeds out people who are really going to be devoted to this. They're willing to invest in themselves. And I know that's not fair if you you know, really truly don't have the money right now. But when you put a large sum of money down, you take care or you really do that thing. You really invest the time. You really invest the effort because that money holds you accountable. So when you get into the fertility food program, you are advised to take a large sum of money that is going to physically 
physically or mentally hurt you if you don't get it back and you give it to someone you trust and say, right, I have a goal that I want to meet. And in the fertility food program, you set yourself up to your own standards. The program meets you where you're at. And you tell this person, do not give me this money until I achieve at least 90%. I'm hoping you do 100% during the 30 day reset. And that holds you accountable. When you're feeling like you don't want to do it, or it's not working, you think of that accountability, you need something really tangible. I know for me later in my journey, I kept telling myself, you know, my future family, my future baby, this is for my future. What's more important, a piece of bread, a glass of wine, sugar, a late night or a baby, because at that stage, for me, I was so committed in deep, you know, time wise. And so eventually, I got to the point where I was able to hold my why and hold myself accountable. I didn't need those outside sources. But in the beginning, I was paying a health coach $200 an hour to tell me what to do. And that money made me very accountable to the things that I wanted to achieve. I did a few 30 day resets. And before every frozen embryo transfer that I did, I went pretty hardcore for three months. And the last two frozen embryo transfers, I didn't need outside sources. I had shifted my mindset so much that I was holding myself accountable, but it took me a really long time to get there. And, you know, I did need those outside sources to hold myself accountable, to stick to the diet, to stick to the lifestyle, because it's not easy. Most people have tried it. We all fail at some point because we're human and there's so much temptation out there. It's ridiculous, but accountability is a really big thing. And the second thing I feel that is going to help you really achieve your ultimate goal is self-love. So I just talked about how I didn't have to have any outside sources holding me accountable anymore is because all the work I was doing, all the mindset work I was doing very slowly started to build up and I started to love myself enough. And I know it sounds like completely ridiculous, but if you really truly dive deep with most people, the self-love is pretty low. The conversations you have with yourself, I know in the fertility community, we beat ourselves up and we don't think we're worthy, we're unfit. Maybe our infertility is a punishment for past lives or, you know, whatever it is. I know that there's a lot of self-negativity. There's not a lot of self-love. And when you slowly are working on that, you do reach a point where you go, okay, I love myself to hold myself accountable to the things that I either know or believe that are going to get me to my ultimate goal. And when you start putting accountability and self-love into your diet, it really puts a huge shift on your mindset and you are just able to, it feels like it becomes a little bit easier to get up early and make yourself breakfast, to prep, you know, meal prep, to plan out what you're going to eat. When those days you're feeling sluggish and you don't want to eat a salad, you just want Oreo cookies, you are able to push through that. Willpower is finite. We all kind of grew up with like, oh, you just don't have enough willpower. It's that that's complete bullshit. Like one, all the temptation in the grocery store. I don't, you know, I don't think Superman willpower would bring you through that. Um, and two, you use all your decision making. The more and more decisions you make, I know it happens to me all the time, is like the less willpower and the less decision making I have at the end of the day. Like I'm just done with it. And I think that's why a lot of people I know I saw this in my journey. I'd wake up and be like, all right, I'm not going to have 
I don't know, a drink of wine tonight. It's not going to happen. And like five o'clock would hit and I'd be like, boom, wine. I don't like, there's no discussion. <laughs> don't beat yourself up when you're failing or, you know, you're not hitting the mark. It takes practice. It takes time. It takes accountability from outside sources and yourself. It takes self-love. There's a lot of aspects, you know, there's very few people in the world that can just wake up one day and completely change their whole entire diet or their whole entire lifestyle we're creatures of habit. We have ingrained patterns in our mind that we have to really explore and understand why are we self-sabotaging? Why don't I love myself? Like, this is crazy. Why can't I give up, you know, a bag of cookies or the chocolates or the alcohol? What emotional attachment do I have to those? Is it just a habit or is it more? So fertility diets. Obviously, you guys know I don't believe in one perfect fertility diet out there. It's all about finding your food intolerances and bringing in as much fresh, real food as you possibly can and really focusing on your mindset and focusing on your big, big why. But we need to be watching our symptoms, our normal health symptoms as well when we're going through this journey. And that's going to get us to our ultimate goal. So over on IG, I was talking about, do you have normal health issues? And someone asked, well, what's normal? And maybe normal isn't a great word. Maybe common is a better word. I know that our society has just gotten sicker over, you know, everyone's just a little bit sicker than they were 50 to 100 years ago. And we're, I know that I was told that it was normal to have ovarian cysts. It was normal to have IBS, just stop eating raw food, which I wasn't even eating a lot of raw food at the time. You know, it was normal to be constipated or have diarrhea, or it was normal to feel bloated all the time. It was normal to have skin issues. It's normal to have, oh, your thyroid's just a little out of whack. Let's take a pill. I saw a post the other day is like, like, oh, I've always suffered with insomnia. That's just me. And I'm like, no, that's just not anyone. <laughs> like, But we put these things on to us and we just live with them day to day. And especially if we have family members or our mom was like that, oh, it's just normal to have bad period pain. Oh, my family has endometriosis. My mom had PCOS. You know, all these things are not normal. They're very common now. And a lot of the times doctors just shrug them off because everyone seems to have them. And unfortunately for us, they're highly likely building up to our infertility where you've seen your sister or your sister's best friend get pregnant with all these normal health issues too. But genetically, we're set up where it might be really affecting our fertility. I know that was totally the case for me. All my normal health issues were causing so much inflammation and I had leaky gut that my natural killer cells got elevated and my body was basically attacking the embryos. They wouldn't let them implant. An embryo is a foreign agent until about 12 weeks. That's why they always talk about the risk of miscarriage decreases after 12 weeks because the placenta takes over and it's not your body anymore. Um, so my body was basically attacking them so much, I wasn't even getting pregnant. I wasn't even getting a positive pregnancy test. And also on top of that, because there was so much inflammation going on, I had low aid quality. 
at a very young age. You know, I started trying to conceive at 27. My fertility issues started really young in life. And I thought I was normal. I thought I was healthy. I was having periods every month normally. So what we want to do, what we want to be doing is looking at our all of our normal and our common health issues. And that's going to guide us to getting on the right diet for us, getting on the right lifestyle for us, because we're able to see those symptoms decrease, go away completely when we start lowering the inflammation. So that is the ultimate goal when you are changing your diet and your lifestyle is to lower that inflammation. So when you watch out for all these normal health issues or common health issues, and they could be literally everything, anything, anything and everything can be a normal or a common health issue. They just, you just have to look in yourself and go, okay, I have this. And most of them aren't stopping us from our day-to-day activities. It's not stopping us going to work. It's not stopping us being active. And I mean, I was super active. I worked a 40-hour work week. I'm super social. So none of these issues were stopping me. But in reality, when I started really looking at them, and then when I started changing my diet and my lifestyle and seeing them go away, I was like, oh, okay, I guess it is normal. I was your classic case of PMS. Like I got really sore boobs. I got super crampy, like even a week before my period even started, movement swings, you know, anything and everything, you know, the acne. And I just thought that was normal. We are really taught that those are normal things. All of that has gone away. And I can actually really tell when my health is going down because I get these symptoms back. I will get sore boobs. I will get cramping. And I'm like, oh man, I guess I'm unhealthy because the last, I would say two and a half years, I've really literally not even known my period was about to show up because the inflammation was so low. And during my period was even better. Like I didn't have to take Advil or Tylenol or paracetamol to deal with cramping. And I don't anymore. So all these normal health issues, that's what we want to be focusing on. That's where you want to set yourself up. You want to, I say list four, the top four that you're dealing with and really watch them during your 30 day reset or when you're changing up your diet. And those are good gauges that you're on the right track. And so for me, I know going on to a paleo diet for almost a year, almost every symptom went away. And I had a one niggly little symptom, which I thought was still normal. And this had to do with my stools. I had less constipation and diarrhea because that's like, that was my thing, but it was still kind of happening. And once I found out that I had high natural killer cells and discovered that's an autoimmune issue, I looked into the autoimmune paleo diet. And within three weeks of eliminating all the nightshades, I didn't go full autoimmune paleo, but I did a big portion of it. My last symptom went away. And I only get that symptom back now if I have really low gut health, which fingers crossed, I have not had it for over three years. So that was leading into another question that I got is how long does it take to decrease inflammation once you've cut out the foods that you're intolerant to? It really depends on your genetic. It really depends on the root cause of what is causing your infertility. You will see, like I said, if you follow your normal or common health issues, you will see improvements with within week. And the longer you do it, the more your body has a, a chance to heal. Your body is always trying to heal like every single day. And we just keep whacking it and whacking it and whacking it. So the more your body has time to heal, the quicker things are going to happen. But it definitely depends on if you have found 
all of your intolerances and not just in food. For some of us, we have to be doing the mental and emotional stuff too, because your gut controls pretty much everything. So if you're super stressed out, but on this beautiful fertility diet, you know, shit can still go down. You, you really have to be focusing on both, especially if you have an autoimmune issue or a, like a really deep rooted issue with your fertility. So there's no magic crystal ball. I wish there was. I wish I can sit here and say three to six months. What I would say is that it takes three months for your eggs to mature. So I would always advise anyone doing a fresh round of IVF or an IUI, even if you're trying naturally, you need a solid three months for your egg quality to improve through diet and lifestyle. The longer you go, you know, hopefully the better the chances are. And then obviously it depends on your genetics. And like I just talked about how deep rooted. So there's no time frame, unfortunately, that I can give to you. All I would say is just start and just keep going. That time is going to pass anyways. And for someone who came out the other side it seems like when you're dealing with these issues, like you feel like you're in the fog, you're like in the thick of it, right? You're in this bog, you cannot get out. You don't want to waste another month. And that's how we look at our fertility journey is like another month gone, another month gone, it ticks away. If I would have had the right guidance and the support, I would have saved myself years of BS. So try to shift focus on, I need to be pregnant yesterday to, you know, really focusing on your health and watching all your normal and common health issues go away that will help you reach your ultimate goal we're gonna end today's podcast right here and continue on next week with more of a Q&A remember if you have any questions that you would like answered on this podcast please reach out on dms or on the email monica at findingfertility.co Thank you once again for tuning in to the Finding Fertility podcast. If you're loving this podcast, please leave us a rating and review and let us know how this podcast is supporting you to get steps closer to creating your dream family. I hope you have a beautiful weekend and we will see you next Friday for another episode of the Finding Fertility podcast.